Welcome to Dr. Eric's Relentless Vitality Podcast. Our focus is on optimizing physical and mental vitality, maximizing performance, and extending lifespan. Dr. Eric is a licensed physician with a wealth of expertise in age management and preventive medicine, whose goal is enabling his patients to stay young, feel their best, and enjoy a higher quality of life. Hey guys, it's Dr. Eric, the fitness physician, where I talk about all things related to hormone fitness, hormone optimization, peptide therapy, longevity, anti-aging, and I could go on and on, right? I'm doing a series on the gut, the microbiome, and some cool supplementation nutritional strategies to improve your health, your longevity, and of course your gut, which helps everything. I've been talking about short-chain fatty acids, in particular butyrate, so I'm going to continue on. This is part three. So some of the other cool things that these short-chain fatty acids, in particular butyrate, involved with is in the uh, homeostasis of glucose metabolism, right? Which is massively important, as we know, because it's a huge problem. So many people today are insulin-resistant, pre-diabetic, and have problems with handling blood sugar, and quite frankly, become diabetic. It's a massive problem. Almost half the population has issues with this, let alone the diabetic. So it can improve all of this, right? It improves the homeostasis, means how, how your body handles blood sugar, how it handles fuel, how it processes it. We want to take that fuel in and utilize it, not just store as fat. And it can actually lower your hemoglobin A1C, which is a marker of how well you've used glucose over the last three months. It's a marker that we use to track that over the prior three months. It's a, it's a longer marker. Of course, we look at the, the more short-term markers like glucose and insulin too, and other markers of insulin resistance, all of which can improve. So basically, insulin, insulin can improve, glucose can improve, markers of insulin resistance, and insulin resistance itself can be improved. And again, the long-term marker of doing this consistently is that the hemoglobin A1C will go down. So short-term, long-term. Bottom line is improves overall all these things and can improve insulin sensitivity, improve your ability to handle glucose and prevent you from becoming insulin resistant and therefore becoming pre-diabetic and all the attendant complications from diabetes and insulin resistance, which I talk about all the time, all the inflammation, uh, metabolic syndrome, dyslipidemia, and much, much more in weight gain. Speaking of that, it can, this can help with fat accumulation, right? So it can decrease your body's accumulation of fat everywhere, especially in the body. In the visceral fat, which is the worst kind, subcutaneous fat, the white fat, helps the brown fat metabolism, which is actually going to help you burn fat. It can also help lower fat in the liver, which we call steatosis, where a lot of people get what's called fatty liver, which is exactly what it sounds like. You get fat accumulation in the liver, which is not good. And that can cause to other metabolic problems and other accumulation of fat in the body, metabolic syndrome, insulin resistance, and the list goes on. So I'm seeing it more and more in my patients, a lot of people having early stages of fatty liver. Fortunately, this can be turned around with dietary intervention and supplementation and, and microbiome improvement. Another thing is that also, as I talked about in the last video, is it improves the intestinal barrier, right? It improves those tight junctions. It tightens the tight junctions to prevent that leakage. As I talked about, when people get that inflammation in the gut, those little tiny little cells in the gut can break down, they can get leaky, and, and antigens and food molecules and other uh, things can leak in and out, and then your body recognizes it and attacks it and it starts to attack itself over a period of time. That's when people can get irritable bowel syndrome, also colitis, uh, SIBO, right? A small intestinal bacterial overgrowth and autoimmune conditions brain fog, you know, inflammation in the gut and elsewhere, all kinds of problems. So this can tighten those tight junctions down. And that's uh, activates it through, on the cellular level through cyclic AMP and some other mediators. But basically the bottom line is that it improves that intestinal barrier and improves overall gut function. It can also decrease mast cell degranulation in the colon and the intestines basically, so which is uh, anti-inflammatory. Mast cells can be very pro-inflammatory. Think of mast cells when you get allergic reaction, you, you get stung by a bee, you swell up, get puffy and red. Those are mast cells firing and that can decrease this and again, lower inflammation in the gut. And then butyrate is a very important energy source for colonocytes. Again, it feeds those cells, it keeps them humming along uh, optimally. This is why when I 
know, I talk about cellular health and cellular medicine, which I practice, a lot of my colleagues do. It's improving health at the cellular level, the tiny little cell everywhere. And this improves the colonocytes of the cells. You know, when we talk about nutritional strategies and peptides and hormones, we're getting the cell to utilize its fuel properly. We want uh, proper utilization of glucose, proper utilization and production of NAD, uh, production, uh, decreased production of uh, reactive oxygen species, um, and things of this nature. Um, free radicals, all these things that can cause inflammation, we want that proper balance. I talk about the ratios uh, of all these important molecules. People talk about NAD and AMPK and all these things, longevity and fasting and autophagy. This is what this is all about. It's what we call redox, that balance of energy. We want energy going in and be utilized appropriately, having the cell burning the fuel efficiently, just enough to get what it needs to produce that AMP to, uh, and the ATP molecules to provide us energy and without making too many free radicals. Enough, you know, NAD, NADPH, you want that in proper balance. Again, this is topics for other conversations. I've done some lectures on this before, but you want all those ratios balanced out. And that's what this, and that's what we do with our planes. And this is what this can do in the gut. We want those cells in the colon and the small intestine functioning, functioning properly, have that proper redox balance. So they do what they're supposed to do to keep the gut healthy and to keep our bodies healthy. So again, it keeps the balance in them, help. Again, by improving uh, uh, metabolism in the intestines, it can get the proper balance of the, of the right uh, gut bugs, right? We talk about lactobacillus and bifidobacteria and acromancy and some of these good bugs. We want the bad bugs down, the good bugs high, and that's what this can help balance out. So the bottom line is all these things that can improve the health of the cell can help with, again, all the cellular functions, autophagy, uh, you know, immune function, uh, peptide uh, secretions, uh, tight barrier junctions. It helps with the intestines for proper utilization and absorption of minerals and fats and creation of fats and minerals and other vitamins that are produced by the colonic bacteria and the intestinal bacteria. Um, again, the whole process, everything I talk about with redox and cellular uh, function is optimized in the cell. And again, we talked about how important the gut is in the microbiome. We want them working properly synergistically because again, those gut bacteria, like I talked about in video one, in conjunction with the intestinal cells, do so many things for our body. They produce a lot of vitamins and nutrients that we can't produce on our own. That's why we need them. They can also help us absorb things uh, better and utilize them. We want to feed our gut bugs to help us feed us. It's a very symbiotic relationship. And again, these cells are also involved with the proper immune function, prevention of autoimmune conditions, and again, proper cellular redox. So massively important. It's a huge, huge topic. We're learning more and more about every day. So anyway, so that's it for this one. Tune in for the next one. I'm going to dig a little bit and go over a few more things and more benefits of butyrate. So the list goes on. It's amazing. It's an amazing molecule that our bodies do. So tune in, like this post, tag it, share it. I want everyone to have an awesome day, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.